0: Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde and
1: Chris Fuller.
0: Now, today's episode of Real Talk Christian Podcast, we're talking all about alcohol. Christians, alcohol, is it a sin? Is it not? Can we turn up for what? We're going to find out. Fuller, you ready? Let's go. <laughs> Mark, don't what's going vicious, on? Don't be suspicious. Don't be <laughs> suspicious. Don't be Well, suspicious. see,
1: now it's out of context because <laughs> this is weeks after this we weeks got it. weeks
0: after we dropped that Instagram reel and dropped it on Facebook, too.
1: That was pretty good though. I
0: came out of the room and you were just typing your notes and I'm like, "Oh, it's going
1: down." And I'm like, "Huh?" I was thinking, "Don't be.
0: Such business, don't be." Such
1: this is why you're not allowed to go to the bathroom by yourself. I keep back. <laughs> you know, when you drink oh, a lot of coffee oh, in the
0: previous episode, we're still drinking. Oh, well, I mean, are you still drinking the coffee? I got I got a very small smidgen oh, left. Oh, a little bit left. Just we're not allowed to drink too much coffee tonight because you got to get up at, what, 3.30 tomorrow morning? 3.30 in the morning. Which is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But So if you listened to us last episode, you know what we drink in. This one, if you're new, we're drinking stuff from the South Bend Local Farmer's Market called the Birthday Cake Coffee Blend with it's actual... Party. It's a party in a cup.
1: And I'll cry In I my to.
0: In my red Starbucks cup. You know, I intentionally would walk on stage with my red Starbucks cup just because I knew it would drive people nuts in church when I did a uh, welcome. Yeah. I really would. I preach with up there. You sinner! You have the red cup! It's a cup, bro. Go Get thee behind me. But this mistaken? red cup is pretty cute from Starbucks. It's got like the I, ugly I like sweater it. vibe going
1: on. This is, this is, uh, I know, I need to take a picture of it and send it to Janine because we're going to have to go get some. Two bucks. I, like I mean, I mean, I dropped oh, like yeah.
0: five today for the holiday drink
1: with the well, free cup, well, so yeah, it but
0: worked. But, you know, yeah, $2 for the cup. Are they
1: running the special? Or probably Just, not with COVID.
0: No. Well, you could. so they're doing the special, but they give you the cup, like, like they give you the actual drink, and then they hand you the cup separately.
1: Yeah, but remember yeah. how there was like, you could get your drink put into that cup. And oh, yeah. No, they don't do that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah no, your, they don't do that. With anyways.
0: COVID. Anywho, so we're still drinking birthday cake. Farmer's Market, South Bend, small time, local roast, oh, and, and it has still... actual sprinkles in the coffee beans, which is ridiculous, but it's really sprinkles. good. Sprinkles. Sprinkles. It's it's not as crazy as what you would think, but... No, it, it's not bad. But apparently, it makes me really hyper, because I'm me over here just going, don't sprinkles, well, don't yeah. sprinkles. But anyway... Anywho. So... Uh, bro, I don't even... Okay, so... I don't know
1: what we have a We have an issue here. Yeah. We have an issue with yep. one of our listeners. We are... Thoroughly corn fused, being thrown the Midwest. You like how I said corn? That's really <laughs> corn. It's a dead so joke.
0: So
1: corny. So <laughs> 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 corny. in your head all night. <laughs> Anyways, this is the so, first. Th- <laughs> this person, and I'm about to read what we're doing right now. This person gave us a one star, which is fine. If we suck, we suck. You know what? Hey. We'll take it. This is real talk. But you read the comment, and it's like, man, they're like giving us five stars in the comment, and they give us one star. So I'm not – please clarify. If we suck, just tell us we suck. Which, by the
0: way, uh, a girl, hashtag story of a girl, hit us up, email us, and we can get you your mini swag
1: bag because we got to send that out to you still.
0: But this is from Logic Puzzle Wizard, and they said, love the podcast. One star. I really enjoy listening to your podcast, even though sometimes I want to scream at you, stop going off on tangents. Maybe that's why we get I one start. I know, but that would make sense because, let's be honest, we go on tangents all, all the time. Like the We time. can't even read the dang review without going on a tangent, talking about the cup and whatever. But yeah, either way, sorry. so we stop really going off on try. tangents.
1: Dude, when you got ADD like me... But in all honesty, in all honesty, we've been told this by... By Your few, wife, by a few people. Your <laughs> my, wife, my wife, mainly. Your wife, mainly, but yes, and other people.
0: But you know what? Last time I checked, live with you know was it? No, it's not Regis and Kelly anymore. It's, uh, it's Ryan and Ryan Kelly. Kelly. They go up on tangents all the dang time, and we That's are their whole than show. Is, their whole show is tangents. They're a walking botox tangent. <laughs> and but hair, either way, hair and hair die. And hair die. <laughs> so back to the comment. Anyways, Geneal's going to slide to the review. That it one. says, "I look forward to episodes posting every week." Well, logic puzzle wizard. Even though I hey. You do you, boo, but we are thankful that you listen and you're consistent, but we want to send you that mini swag back, too. So shoot us an email. We'll get that in the mail for you, too.
1: Excuse me, sir. Yeah. You're a taken man now. You can't call people boo on the air. All right. I'm finished. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. dating somebody, guys. You can't do that. I'm dating somebody. I'm defending your honor, Beth. <laughs> you're defending my
0: honor. I can't call not, you. Not yours. But if you Beth. do you, boo. That's like that's the phrase. I, I like don't. You do boo, boo, unless you're about to sin, then don't do you. I'm teasing. Rude. Let me rude. You, let me get you your bottle. Just take <sighs> a nap. I'm going to need a glass just of something after this. Heyo. All speaking right. So, of, what are we diving into tonight, Mark? We are diving into alcohol <laughs> and what should Christians do about it. Is it a sin? I is don't it know. not? You know, there's a lot of people where this is an interesting conversation because there's the one side where they're like,
1: "This is actually a pretty hot topic in a lot of churches." It's
0: a super like, especially from the. Uh, I mean, at least you know, for me, coming out of the very conservative church the fund is. movement. I mean, I was taught Jesus turned, he didn't turn water into wine. He turned water into grape Creep juice, right. which I, I mean, I didn't know Welch's was around back in the day, but um, it wasn't. It was Concord. Oh, my bad, <laughs> my bad, my bad. It wasn't Welch's. Um, but then you got the other side where literally they're like, dude, what's the harm in having a little something, something take the edge off and have a little good time. Like there's, there's two completely different sides. And then right. you got our reform brothers and sisters and the Presbyterians and literally, they going to talk to you about Jesus over a pint. And we got people who listen over in England. Go, oh, come on over you there. know, when you meet with the pastor, you don't go to the coffee shop. You, you, go, go the you go to the pub. You go to the pub. You go to the pub. So, you got that perspective on Christianity. And then right. you got the other kind where it's like literally alcohol is like if the devil was. Like impersonated, he would look like a bottle of Jack. Like that's what people <laughs> really think. Like, but but people are on both sides of the issues, and I think a lot of times us to you like that, he's the captain. <laughs>
1: There's a little captain in everyone. <laughs> Oh, man, we're bad influences. Sorry, Janine, wow. over, Piper, and O.L. Anyway, that's for all your kids who are listening. But wh- Why don't we just dive into it rather than try to explain it and dig it Either way,
0: hole. Either way, this is something where I don't think a lot of millennials think about in our generation where it's just like it's just alcohol, it's whatever, and you can do whatever you want. Then, then there's the other side where it's like we need to avoid alcohol at all costs. But, but what does the Bible what say? What does the Bible say about this? What
1: does the Bible say? Let's I, find I out. almost came and went like a Harry Carey there. Like,
0: hi, hey, what's
1: the Bible say. <laughs> that was solid.
0: People might not know who that uh, reference
1: is, though. Chicago Cubs. Chicago he was, Cubs. He was a, a sports announcer for the Chicago Cubs back in the what was it, 70s and 80s. Oh, uh, it was a long time. I think it was 70s Barry and 80s. Carey. But yeah, yeah. Hi. And then SNL did a skit. If anybody yep. it, has ever watched Saturday Night Live, Will Ferrell did a, did, did a skit on him. He's like shaking his head. He's like, hey, if the moon was made out of Swiss cheese, would you eat it? I would. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that
0: tangent, sorry. Fuller, <laughs> Christians and alcohol. So, but yeah. but b- b- before we even but b- 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 before we even get to what the Bible says, I think some statistics are actually helpful. Statistics. I like my statistics and analysis. You do. do you want to read it? I do. Can Go I? For it. Go okay, for so it. the CDC says excessive alcohol use is responsible for more than 95,000 deaths in the US every single year. Which you might be like, eh, "Okay, That's 261 deaths every day. From alcohol. Just exclusive excessive use of alcohol. These deaths shorten the lives of those who died by an average of almost 29 years. For a total of 2.8 million years of potential life lost. It is the leading cause of preventable deaths in the United States and cost the nation. Ready? 250 billion dollars in 2010 now that was that was 10 years ago so we we can't all necessarily you know okay are these the same but how, 10 years ago they, how is it you, better
1: is it worse how often do you hear people talking about alcoholism i mean uh, I don't, moms I, but basically I, the mom I, culture like social media and stuff i don't hear about it much like social media or even media in general about well, alcoholism or death death due to alcoholism. well no
0: well in today's culture everyone's talking about like What's way to the wine? Like during fall time, like, like mom jokes everywhere is like, oh, I can't wait for the kids to go to bed so I can crack open my, right. you know, I have a date with or with, they, a, with with a or they've got oh, the guy. I can't even think of what um, all the wine names just went Wee-oo.
1: barefoot is all I know.
0: Well, I meant like <laughs> whatever, like Pinot or whatever, but what? But yeah, but so um, but you know, but you have moms like the like the mom culture right now. Is alcohol-heavy excessive? Well,
1: I've, I just saw a video the other day of a guy. He took a barbell and, like, duct-taped a bottle of wine to it. And he's like, just working out. And he's a little skinny guy it's... doing the drinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah. needless to say, I, don't, I mean, personally, I don't out think no one
1: talks about it as the, much. Because not it's statistics. just a
0: normal thing.
1: Right. But, but, like, look at the statistics. I mean, 95,000 deaths a year, 261 a day, costing the country $250 billion with a B. Billion, billion with dollars. the B—that was back ten years billion. ago. It's huge, okay. Billion dollars—it's a lot.
0: So it's a, lot. a lot. So so. Needless to say, alcohol has caused and wreaked a lot of damage. It's done a lot to of heavy American and, culture, and this is just right. America. This is right. Just America. In fact, I know someone who was—they uh, were over in Spain. I don't think—I think they were only like twenty or twenty-one at the time. But they were—I mean, now the European drinking culture is different because what's the legal right. age? 16, 18? It's different. Because I, be I know, like
1: Canada, I think is nineteen. I think Mexico is seventeen. Europe, and I think Europe is like it's
0: either sixteen or eighteen. Yeah, it's, I don't, it's, I don't exactly it's young. Remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. But hey,
1: our our RTC listeners from other countries, why don't you uh, send us a message message and let us know? Yep.
0: And but this person was they were at a party. They were drinking. They fell down ten flights to st- Like they didn't just like fall down ten flights. They it was like one of those like spiral <laughs> ones. So they fell. It's, like, it's like an
1: episode of The Three
0: Stooges. Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't like that, but they, like, fell straight to their death, and it was apparently just dramatic. and people watched her fall. Wow. And literally, yeah, and she was 20, wow. 21, and she was a foreign exchange student that was here when I was in high school with with a friend of mine that she was mm. staying with, and it's just this horrible accident, and you right. hear of, and people are like, oh, it's just an accident, or, well, it wouldn't have been an issue if they would have been sober, probably, because right. they were stone-cold hammer drunk. But you know, there's so many times where we see people who, and, and people we've known, where their entire families were wrecked because of substance mm-hmm. abuse, right. specifically with alcohol abuse. And on top of that, you know, just from from my youth pastor perspective, um, alcohol and drugs destroys brain cells. Uh, and it's before um, we talk about this with the the, the Jesus smoke pot, where it's like your brain's still developing. You're even pushing it now to what, like 28 now? Like your brain's still developing or something like that. Uh,
1: I think for women it's 25, 25 or twenty-six, and men it was thirty, I something think. Something like that. I don't think it's quite thirty. I think it is. I think I think was it is. It? I'm gonna go back yeah. and look in our notes. Yeah, look it you, keep, but, but, you keep talking. but either
0: way, it's the fact of our frontal cortexes are still developing, which is the if I do like it's the cause and effect of being able to see consequences before you do it. Like that right. actually becomes mind-altering at a certain point and you are actually damaging your neurons and everything with that too. And what does alcohol do? Alcohol slows you down. It's if I remember right, it actually like slows the, the nerves going from the brains to the body and how it actually relates to everything. And it, that's the reason why so many accidents happen is because you are literally impaired. So we have all of these stats that are out there, which is, these are stats that so many Christians use where it's like, why would I want to even touch alcohol? If it literally has cost 95,000 deaths a year, cost $250 billion in one year. It has wrecked families. It has caused divorces. It has caused abuse. Like, actual, like, you know, a lot of times drunk husbands are actually, dang, 30? The dude so breaks-
1: people, people don't become fully adult until they're in their 30s. Well, apparently brains- I'm not an old adult. You're an adult. I'm yeah. not, so I can still act like I'm not See, an adult. See, that's, that's so. the good thing
0: about being a boomer. Breaking my day. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Sorry. my goodness. Anyways, continue on.
0: Uh lost all train of thought. But it's the fact of, you know, uh, child abuse, a lot of that happens because of alcohol. Spousal abuse, a lot of that happens because of alcohol. Right. A lot of people drown their sorrows. They go broke. They become bankrupt. You hear of vets who... Literally, just to drink away the pain because of coming back from, from PTSD and dealing with things they can't deal with it. So they turn to alcohol.
1: Well, shoot, we don't even have to go into to what the Bible says, man. You've pretty much just summed up that it's well, bad. Well, right. So, but bad when we hear,
0: J. but at the same token, you know, and this is where I want to go before we even go to the Bible. It's like anything done in excess is wrong. Like, yeah. you look at gluttony in America. Yep. Like, that's awful. What are you trying look to say? Is that a fat joke? Uh, not, it's <laughs> not a joke, <laughs> it's a fact. Fact, it's a fat fact for the pee. Thanks a um, lot. You're welcome. I'm to so, eating my Twinkies over in my corner. In the words of Maui, I believe you're trying to say thank you, but <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, though, you know, gluttony is awful and it kills and it ruins lives. So does gambling, so does alcohol, so does entertainment and sports and hobbies and all these different things work. Everything done in excess can be a destroyer, so just because. This is what can happen. Does that make the thing inherently bad? And I think that's the question that I want people to ask, and that's what I think we, we're going to ask today is, does all of these bad things, does that make this bad, or does it mean misusing it
1: is bad? We're not going to allow you to read stats anymore. But I love stats. All you did was just jump through all the notes, and then I, now you want me to talk about it. And I now don't, it's just for you. I, Sorry.
0: <laughs> but but here's the deal, though. The podcast Christians, is over. 15 but, minutes we done. But, you know, but as Christians, no. the, the, the thing still is, is you know, okay, so... Well, first of all, we're not holding the same standard as
1: the world. Correct. So correct. we have to look at it from a biblical standpoint. Right, because you Whether know, the world
0: it, thinks you can just sleep around with anybody you right, want, but that doesn't mean it's okay. Right, exactly. And, and so, so we got to figure out what all these different things mean. But right off the bat, we have to first figure out, okay, what does the Bible say about alcohol and drinking? Mm. And does God say it's a sin or... Or Christians saying it's a sin because it's icky and we well, don't want to deal with it. You know I'm
1: gonna I want to talk about and deal with specifically the talk of wine, okay? Because wine Ooh. is predominantly used throughout scripture, okay? White or red? I'm get. Yeah, I'm it depends on the grapes. <laughs> <Were they red laughs> or or
0: rose. Or, or, Ro- or that bubbly stuff. Anyways, Sorry. so for all those under twenty one, I apologize. <laughs> So, no, let's talk so, about wine. What does what the Bible talk about there's, wine in the Bible? There's
1: two Greek words for the word wine that are used, but predominantly the first one I'm going to talk about is the one that is, is used most okay. throughout Scripture. Okay. Okay, so there's the word enos, right? Okay. Uh, O-I-N-U-S. Enos is how O-I. it's pronounced. Right. Okay. Uh, and it means fermented juice of a grape. Fermented juice of a grape. Enos. Okay. And then there's trucks, which means juice from a freshly pressed grape. So one's like grape juice that you... One's use. an alcoholic beverage and one's grape juice. Right. The, it, the first one is non alcoholic... Enos once is... one's for al-
0: breakfast and one's for brunch. Okay. <laughs>
1: alcoholic. <laughs> I don't Anyways, even drink that much. So Enos and trucks. We're going to deal with Enos, okay? Okay. Since we're talking about alcohol and, we, and, and we're trying to look at it from the perspective of is alcohol a sin... I don't even want to deal with the freshly pressed one, which is not as prominent as, right. as Enos is. Okay. Let's just deal with the one so, that talked about the alcoholics. So let's just yeah, dive cool. right into it. First of all, in John 2, 1 through 11, okay? I don't know how many of you are familiar with this story, but this is the wedding of Cana, right? Okay. Jesus goes to the wedding. Yep. So
0: First, uh, first miracle. Public ministries. started the first, the first sign.
1: Yeah. Right. I don't know. I, I mean, think
0: it's the first miracle in general.
1: It might be. Anyway, let's, I know read. It let's read it. Sign. Anyways, so it says, On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour is not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification. That's a whole different topic. Mm-hmm. But each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the water jars or fill the water or, fill the jars with water. I'm sorry. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw out some and take it to the master of the feast. So I'm gonna pause right here for a second. So the master okay. of the feast, this is the guy that oversaw all the things of the feast, made sure the food was good, the right for the guests, the wine was good, it was right for the guests. Um, he was like the head here. Yes. Yes. In today's terms. Very, very close to that. He was the, the wedding planner. If you look at it from a wedding. Okay. He was the wedding planner that had, but he was also the taste tester. He had to taste everything to make sure it was good enough for the party. It's like,
0: um, uh, father of the bride. Steve Martin, he That's was like incredible. Martin Short. Yeah. He's Martin Short. Basically, Who yeah. did everything. Right. Yep. Not just some low-key thing. Right. Big time.
1: Big so time. So he was involved in everything, the f- tasting of the food, t- making sure all the wedding preparations was done and all this. So that, that was his his job. So, so they took it. Uh, so they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew... The master of the feast called the bridegroom, bridegroom and said to him, everyone serves the good wine first. And when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, so you're right, first of his signs, yep, yep. Uh, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. So if we look at verse 3 and we look at verse nine eight nine i think eight no nine ten eleven those those four verses every time wine is mentioned it is enos is the word used which means fermented grape juice basically so So, i was
0: actually taught as a teenager that jesus didn't turn the water into wine he turned it into grape juice
1: yeah well if you're looking at the greek word (laughs) <laughs> that's not true. The Greek word is fermented grape juice. It's, it's alcohol. It's, it's wine as we would know it today. And we're going to get into that in just a little bit okay, too. Okay. But first, let's move on. Let's go on to, okay, so, okay, well, and another point we could take from this is that uh, the reason why they served the good wine first and saved the, the junky wine for last is because right. people were drunk, right? You can read well, that in the text.
0: But at the same token, though, I don't know if that's, a lot of people like to go there, but I don't know if that's fully true. Because it was a week long celebration,
1: it was. So this is. But do you want to say? Is, but are you saying that that at this point, that the good wine being served first? At which point of the day is it? said? which day is it? If it's a week long celebration, which point of it? it because but, you're but still this drinking. Is, this is what I mean, though. Is right. the fact of but when, I,
0: at the beginning of the celebration, because you are week long. People don't say the whole week, but normally by the end, it's just local close family. But, but it's, the beginning, it's everybody in the area.
1: But it's cohesively that it's read this way. Okay. So right. you, you and, and the way you read the sentence structures, especially in the Greek text, it all flows as it is with the same day. It's the same event. This is all at the same. Oh, point go, no, no. In time. on the
0: third day there was a. Oh, on the third day
1: there was a right. wedding. Right.
0: Right. So, but but needless to say, you know, yeah, they they had the good wine and then they have the watered down, cheapy cheap like the right. box wine from Walmart.
1: And the and the the thought process is, and he says it that. Everybody does this. So they have drunk freely, right? So they're drinking this wine freely. It's not like they're just starting a new day and they they're just not, run they're out. Not,
0: they're not drinking the good stuff at the beginning. It's kind of like even with coffee. You put you want to put your best foot first. Well, oh, oh, oh you drink the
1: cheap stuff. Anytime you have a party, you want to put the best foot forward, or even dating for that matter. That's another subject. But but you always want to put your best foot forward. for it to, to, It's an impressing, especially weddings in those days, especially in Galilee, were huge deals. Huge deals. They, yeah, I actually just did a, some not some study. I listened to a podcast about it. It's well, really, really cool. And if you want a visual representation, you can go check The Chosen out. <laughs> it's dope. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, let's, let's keep moving, let's moving on. on. Okay, so people are like, okay, well, so that happened, but it doesn't say that Jesus or his disciples partook, all right? So I, I've heard this argument made. I don't know Which, if let's it's be a good honest, argument or that's not. That's dumb. But if he's at a wedding, you would assume, and, and well, I'll get into the history of that a And it was And rela- it was the person related so, to him, too. So anyways... Way. 1 Timothy 5, 21 through 23. So this is uh, Paul speaking to Timothy and uh, giving him um, uh, some advice, basically. You know, th- different advice if you, if you read the pretext to this. So 21 says, In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus and the elect angels, I charge you to keep these rules without prejudging, doing nothing from partiality. Do not be hasty in laying on of hands, nor take part in sins of others. Keep yourself pure. No longer drink only water, but use a little wine for the sake of your stomach, and a, and your frequent ailments. So we see, it's it's a medicinal purpose here. He's advising him to drink a little wine, and it's that same word, enos, mm-hmm. fermented wine, because it is good for his stomach to calm his stomach, whatever. And, and he doesn't say drink a lot here. He says for a little wine. But use a little wine. So he's quantifying it. It's not you know, a little is not six bottles. He's not saying drink wine. He's saying drink a little so it quantifies it down until right. we know it's a smaller For amount. For the sake
0: of your stomach and your
1: frequent ailments. Right, as a medicinal purpose. Right.
0: And some people believe that Timothy dealt with like stress ulcers and other and, things yeah, like that. That I just mean, were very painful because of the There's the a stress. lot of there's a lot of there's theories. A lot of theories. Yeah, theories. Right. But we're not here to talk so, about theories.
1: So we see that same word again. Enos and Paul commands it, and Paul is telling him he's. This is telling tell Timothy, Timothy uh, his advice to Timothy that hey, who was a pastor? You have a, you, well yeah, he's the one he sent out. One of the guys that him and then uh, and Titus, um, and so he's like, hey, you, you're having stomach problems. Basically, drink a little wine. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's move on a little bit further. Okay, so we see Jesus turn water into wine. We see Paul giving advice to he's use sure, a little he wine to
0: find too. By the way, but
1: but what's another aspect we can see? Well, we can see. The don'ts of some wine issues here. So let's look at Ephesians 5, 17 through 19. And it says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, enos. For that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. So there's a very key phrase in there. And the key phrase is drunk, and this is what you were alluding to in your prelog, mm-hmm. was that there there's a point where it is no longer acceptable, and that's where that drunk is. Okay, It says, right. do not get drunk with wine. It did not say do not drink wine. It doesn't. And don't this is get where drunk. This is where some people miss it a little bit. They go, well, you can't drink wine. Bible says it says no. Don't get drunk with wine. And uh, you
0: know, I remember one time as a kid, there was a evangelist. You know, because we grew up in the Fundy Church, and and basically he was like, I've never met anyone who could only drink one glass of wine, and I'm like. Right. Um, now, as an adult, I'm like, um, come, come, sit with me, boss. Right. Like, I might not even finish it. <laughs> so, so we're gonna move into to a little Apparently bit people now. Apparently, will know where I stand, but <laughs> we'll go into a little bit later. Right. But anyway, keep going, though.
1: So, so we we see that okay, we don't get drunk. So this is the first time they they mix up drink and drunk. Okay, right, right, right. Wine is still enos. It's okay. still the same as it was in John and in First Timothy. Okay, it's same word here, and so. Uh, let's dive into a, a few of the arguments that I've heard that come from um, certain sects of the Christian groups. That um, some of their arguments, some of their arguments for them. Okay, let's let's just look at them and evaluate them. So the first thing I find is uh, they like to use Matthew nine seventeen. I don't know how much you know about Matthew nine seventeen. But let's read it real fast, and then I'm gonna. I want to read it in context okay. of what it's actually talking about. So it says, neither is new wine put into old wineskins. Wine still being, Enos. still being enos. Okay, if it is the skins, uh, if it is the skins burst, and the wine is spilled, and the skins are destroyed, but new wine, again enos, is put into fresh wineskins, and so both are preserved. So there's a couple things here, okay. So once we read it in context, we see that he's not actually talking about wine; he's talking about the spiritual aspect. He's spiritualizing this. Here's what I'm thinking,
0: though: is why would people use that as a reference to not drink?
1: I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna. That doesn't make sense, right? Because they're saying that um, if it was if it was grape juice, it would spoil. If you put it into an old wine, it would start to ferment in there. The old wine would ferment in the old wine skin, and so it would ruin. The grape juice. So the new wine is
0: not fermented wine, but right. the old wine that is the That may be still in there. Okay. Maybe you starting to ferment. Because I'm like, that doesn't seem so, logical to me. Right. So that's the, that's the argument. And so you. they say, well, that's you. why you don't
1: do this. Okay. You don't mix the two. And so let's read it in context now. So we're starting just a few verses back. Verse 14, we're going to go through 17 again. It says, then the disciples of John, this is John the baptizer, came to him saying, why do we and the Pharisees fast? But your disciples do not fast. And Jesus said to them, Can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, but the patch tears away from the garment, and worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put in the old wineskins. If it is, the skin bursts and the wine is spilled, and the skins are destroyed. But new wine is put into fresh wineskins, And so both are preserved. So Mm. this in context is more talking about the, the, you don't uh, try to think of how exactly to word this in such a, in such a way that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't spiritualize, you don't fast when you, when you haven't. Um, been buried with Christ yet, okay? This this goes into the aspect of when we die, we come up, we're, we're buried with Christ, we are raised a new creation. Right. So fasting does nothing for us in a dead state, in a dead spiritual state. It's right. not until we become new that that fasting, like when the you, bridegroom you, is coming. You don't put makeup we, on a pig. Exactly. And so that's more or less the, Let alone a dead the modernized context of this verse. But it's not, it, it's, he's making an analogy here to try to describe what he just previously said to the disciples of John the Baptizer. So that's had nothing to do with the wine itself. So it had nothing to do with the wine. It was just a common story it, it that they would do. It was just like the, 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 the fields and the seeds. and it, it, Exactly. It's, a, it's something that was familiar to them. Why was it familiar to them? Because in that culture, drinking, and throughout most of um, Israel's culture, even to today, they still drink wine. Mm. There is nothing wrong with it. It's the getting drunk that is the problem. So they still, even today at Shabbats and stuff like that, they which, still which drink. Sabbath. Right. They're Sabbath right. day. It, but even at the major festivals, they still drink wine. At the weddings, they still drink wine, real fermented wine.
0: So why do Christians, not American Christians maybe, I, sh- I should just say American Christians, why do we struggle with it when we read this in context and then we look at the Jews who obviously follow the Torah like you wouldn't believe. Now, we're not talking about the Jews that don't care. We're talking about the actual the Orthodox, orthodox Jews. Orthodox Practicing Jews, right? They do this. Why do we all of a sudden just go, "Nah, are y'all wrong"?
1: Like, well, we know? Have, we have to look at there, there, there's a cultural difference first, right? And then there's a bit of a difference of wine from the ancient biblical days and the wine now. Okay, and and let me get into an article here from um, Joe Carter of the Gospel Coalition, and this is what he has to say on it. He says, for centuries, abstainers and in, in M. Bibbers, which I don't know what that word means, but I know what abstainers mean. It means yep. they're not doing. They're it. not doing it. <laughs> so I'm assuming that's what the other word means too. Have argued about how much alcohol t- content was in the wine in biblical times. While we can't know for sure, we can roughly estimate an upper limit of eight percent to ten percent alcohol by volume (ABV). That's what okay. ABV means alcohol by alcohol by volume. The reason for uh the reason is that for most of human history, all wine was fermented on quote-unquote, wild wow. yeast, huh. which delivers an alcohol content of between 4% and 10%. Today, a quote-unquote low-alcohol wine is considered anything that would have met the maximum level for, for biblical wine. So about 10% ABV. or and that's,
0: uh, So that's that percentage you see on the front of bottles. And
1: things. Right, the, yeah, right, the alcohol by volume. Um, so the typical wine sold today is in the range of 11.5% to 15% alcohol by volume with the strongest wines having 17% to 23%, so over hmm. double for the so strong our, our alcohol now... Is way stronger. Okay. Because of uh, the fermenting process using the yeast. We gotcha. have different types of yeast. So w- what does that mean? Well, <clears throat> it means they could drink a lot more mm-hmm. back in those days without becoming drunk, okay? So today, you may, depending on your body size, you may drink a half a glass of wine or two glasses of wine before you start well, feeling Well, here's a the good comparison.
0: Bit. Like a beer, it says is usually it's usually 5%. Re- yeah,
1: right. Usually 4 to 5% depending on light. Yeah, if you're light don't beer know. or or, or
0: 3.5 to I see a 5, I see a 4.6, 5.7. Right. And,
1: and you get in your harder beers, you can be up to 8 to 10%. So
0: so the alcohol percentage back in the day was for wine was more
1: like a modern day beer. Like a light beer. Okay. Right. So you could drink a few light beers before you start feeling, feeling the effect whereas wine it's much more potent. Right. So when we see that they were drinking and they were having these festivals of seven days and they were uh, drinking to their fill, it was a bit different. One, because they culturally did it all the time. And two, because the alcohol content was presumed much lower. But that doesn't
0: take away that it was not wine anyway it was
1: still fermented wine used with wild yeast that's how we ferment it is as we use a yeast with it
0: right and it's funny because you know i heard growing up a lot of times that it's like oh their water was so bad so they had to add some alcohol so it was drinkable but when i read this i'm like okay that's true but it's still
1: wine right it's still wine it is it is and so um we're not dealing with and i think christians that think oh you can't have anything i think they're looking at the Bible and, and misinterpreting it. Okay. And I think the better way to interpret it is how much is acceptable. Okay. And this is going to differ from person to person. Okay. Okay. You could have, so, so we're getting past the, is it? So the Bible flat out says
0: that wine is not
1: in and of itself. Wine was fermented. Now it, it says to stay away from strong drink, which which is different. Right. That's a bit different. And that's a whole nother topic. Right. Um, Strong drink could be considered a couple ways. I mean, we look at strong wine, and we're doubling the percentage right now. It could be the same way for strong alcohol, strong drink. Back in the biblical times, it could. But the been, main
0: thing that we've read so far is wine was acceptable practice back in the day. Still, Jesus it still made is. It, Paul commanded it, right? But, well, not commanded it, but Paul told Timothy, right? Like, encouraged it, encouraged for for him specifically, for right. Timothy specifically, right. which apparently Timothy did not drink
1: before that, right? He drank water only. Drink water only. That's which, why it says don't drink just water only, but a little wine. Right.
0: And and then you see that Jesus even referenced it in various places, but all you see is don't get drunk with wine, which right. is debauchery.
1: And actually, if you look at the word drunk or drunkenness or uh, drunkard or any of that, it's used over 102 verses. 102 right. verses of the Bible talks about do not be drunk, and this is where the Bible draws the line in the sand. Do not do this. It's just like, If I compare it to sex, it's not wrong in the context of marriage to have sex. Well, in fact, I mean, it's kind of, it's it's kind of encouraged saying it's how you're supposed to multiply, go, go forth and multiply. (laughs) I mean, that's how we multiply. And that's kind of what, you know, the, it's, it's, yeah, I don't want to hang out on that, this subject too long, but I just want to put it in comparison that in the right context, wine, alcohol can be used and be okay. Right. Now, I think there's some things that take it too far. There's a lot of uh, the presumptions of at the Last Supper, it was, in fact, fermented wine, which I don't... I see it. When I read it, it uses the word trucks, which is freshly pressed juice from a grape. Mm -hmm. So it's not fermented at that point where he's doing that. So, I mean, you can make an argument of maybe that's all they had, or maybe, you know, you can make an argument. But but you're making arguments. Right. But... I think the, the the underlying theme of 102 plus verses is do not be drunk. And that is where we need to look at. What is it to mean to be drunk, okay? So a drunken state is anything where you start to feel a psychological effect.
0: Where you're no longer in control of your functions?
1: Well, starting to be. you Even at a tipsy point, you're starting to lose control. And so Satan, you're more... Empt for Satan's attacks. Mm. That's one. Because the Bible
0: pot. says, don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the spirit.
1: Because right, Satan's crowding exactly.
0: around like a roaring lion Ex- seeking whom he may
1: devour. Exactly. And so we're supposed to keep our wits about us as Christians. This is, we talked about this. And make no, no, make no room for the devil and temptations. Right. And we talked about this during the Would Jesus Smoke Pot episode. Yep. Back, way on back. Back, back, way <laughs> on back. <laughs> episode three? Two, three, something. Four. Two or Disney. So th- three, three or four. Three or four, somewhere yep. in there. I don't know. I didn't realize. I went to look for that statistic earlier and I forgot that we weren't actually doing notes in evernote then we were like doing handwritten oh that was notes. old school old school um but anyway so so at the point where you start to alter your senses you're at the point of of drunkenness or starting to become drunk with wine okay so you're losing that that stability in your mind to be able to um be focused on God, you you lose focus because you can't focus when you start to lose your senses. Mm -hmm. And so that is where the Bible talks specifically don't go to that place specific over 102 times. It is a command for us not to be drunk with wine, but to be filled with the spirit. And so we have to be ultra careful. Um, I do not think it's wrong to have alcohol, drink alcohol, um, I think biblically it's okay. I think the big problem comes into, um, you have to know your body type enough. And if you don't know, it's better to err on the side of caution of, right, Hey, I don't know what I can handle. And I like the taste of beer. I'm going to have one beer uh, a year or a month or six months or whatever it may be. But it's the fact when it starts to become, um, a place in your heart and in your mind where you think about it, you want to do it often. And that becomes an idol. Now it's becoming an idol, right? So it can't just be one of these things. Again, things aren't bad until they're bad. Right. (laughs) Yeah, they're not bad until you start um, thinking about them all the time abusing them all the time, now they become bad things. It's like water. I, I just used this analogy with a friend of mine. You know, water in itself is not bad until you drink two gallons of it and your stomach explodes and right. now you're bad. So, but water, I mean, we have to have water to survive. So, in its water in it itself is not a bad thing. It's the overindulgence of water. And then you drown. And then you, yeah. <laughs> or you explode or whatever right. happens to you. But, so it's the same thing with, with alcohol. If it overtakes your mind, okay? Mm-hmm. Or if it overtakes... Uh, if it, if you place that and wanting to do that over, over God, now it's become an idol. If you're doing it to the point where you're getting drunk, now you're in disobedience to God. Uh, it's also becoming an idol at that point because you're letting yourself get to that point. So we have to be careful in how much we indulge.
0: And I think a lot of it though, goes into a couple tokens. One, I think is what's the wise decision. And I, I think this is where a lot of Christians wrestle with is, is it, is it wrong to drink alcohol no i mean i'll i'll, I'll talk about, about my mom here real quick just right. just to bring it full spectrum so um love my grandparents to death she'd love them too um as far as i know they i mean they they weren't i don't think they were physically abusive but they were they were lack a better word they abused alcohol pretty right. bad right and my and i've had um Ants who have had to go into rehab for both drugs and alcohol, multiple ones, some that have literally drank their lives away. And thankfully, thankfully the main one has found Jesus and she's doing great. I mean, she's serving her church, loving Jesus. And it's, it's awesome. It's a cool redemption story. But my mom has seen so many people in her immediate family where she's like, and, and other people close around her. And my mom has said, if this is what it causes, why would I even want to mess with it right? And that's where she has landed. and that's a conviction and that's a conviction. and there's
1: nothing wrong right. with
0: that. And my mom has always said, no alcohol in my house. And when I was a youth pastor, I never had alcohol in my house either. My, right. now my, we we talked about this with the teens. I mean before you think, oh, what about teenagers? you know we I've talked about this openly, many times with that. Where's right. the fact is, does the Bible say alcohol itself is wrong? No, but the question is is, well, if you have it under 21, Yes. Yeah, that's wrong.
1: Because now you're disobeying the higher authority Correct. above you, which is the government, which says 21 in Correct. this country.
0: Correct. But the question is, is, is it the wise thing to do? And a lot of people are like, well, if the world does it and it's a party culture of this, that, and the other, why would you want to be in that context? And that, Which I'm like, I agree. Why would right. you want to go to the parties and be in that context? I wouldn't be. I'd be very uncomfortable. But what if you're
1: using it for health? We know that a, a small glass, according to, to medical doctors today, a small glass of wine of red wine mm-hmm. is actually good for your heart. Right for your pulmonary function. So there are some good there's, things. There's
0: benefits with antioxidants that are in there. but We, at the we, we same, see that
1: from Timothy. Right. The Paul's thing to Timothy. I mean, Right. But
0: I think we need to make sure we understand the dangers that we're messing with. It's the same like with a, a car, for example. Right. You have to understand that you're driving around a 3,000-pound weapon right. if you're using a car inappropriately. Right. And that's why with teenagers and driver's ed, what's the first lesson that we have? Here's all the deaths and accidents. Here's what your right. life could look like. They right. literally showed us gruesome pictures of blood everywhere and people cuz they're like if you're an idiot, this will be your life, right? But with alcohol, we don't do that. Right. But people look but at the drunkenness we and go, back like, "Oh, to, I want that."
1: We go back to the statistic of what alcohol right. does, it destroys.
0: Right. But that doesn't but just because the car could kill you and a driving a motorcycle c- could kill you, does that mean you shouldn't, shouldn't do, it. do it? Well, you make your own convictions about that. Right. You know, like you with and your motorcycle. And it's
1: and it's wise to know like your mom, okay. So right. your your mom, uh um, her family uh, Pastor with Scott's
0: it. the same way, he's open about this conversation.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, you, 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 you have somebody who's affected, been affected by it directly uh, by the abuse of it. And so right. it makes sense that hey, I don't want to mess around with it because I've seen what it does to people if it's used in an abusive way. Also, I know my father in law, he used to be a partier before he became a Christian. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening. <laughs> uh he used to be a partier, partier before he became a Christian. Now, since he's been a Christian, he's totally gone away from it. And, and why? Because he knows what it did to him. Right. And I've heard other people that say, Hey, I don't drink. It's not wrong not to have alcohol, but I don't do it myself because it's a temptation for me. Right. And that's again, living by your convictions. And it's just like the, the whole, uh, should I be a vegetarian? Because, you know, you look at Daniel and all them guys and they they were vegetarians or should I eat bacon? Because, you know, in the old Testament, it, it said, don't eat pork. And, or anything with two hooves, or whatever, and so you can keep having these conversations. And then now we've got freedom in Christ. We shouldn't abuse the freedom in Christ, mm-hmm. um, but you have to live by your own conviction, okay? And if you're you are convicted and somebody else isn't, and they have freedom in Christ, and it's not a sin, um, then you don't put yourself as a stone. Right. And that's,
0: and, but that's also the, the pharisaical side of it as well, where it's like, Hey, this is my conviction. So therefore it needs to be your conviction. Right. And, and you got to stay you away do from it that. And that's no, yeah. but I think we need to make sure we understand the dangers of it, both the right. statistics, yes. but also in scripture, we didn't read some of these verses, but like Proverbs uh, 23, 20 says, don't drink too much wine. or oh, don't join those who drink too much wine or gorge themselves on meat for drunkards right. and gluttons become poor and drowsiness, clothes them in rags. Right. In other words, like if you're going to live the party lifestyle, <laughs> It's not gonna ready to be good. poor and <laughs> poor and miserable. Right. Um, and then even Isaiah 511 says, woe to those who rise early in the morning to run after their drinks, who right. stay up at night until, um, until they are inflamed with wine. They have harps and lyres at their banquets, tambourines and flutes and wines, yep. but they have no regards for the deeds of the Lord, no respect for the work of his hands. Yeah.
1: Um, again, if we went through every, there's over 102 verses, yeah. over 102 scriptures throughout the Bible that talk about, and don't do this. And there's reasons why Proverbs is very heavily into it. Right. Leviticus has it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just Deuteronomy has is, is got it. There's just so many passages right. on it that talk about the, the dangers and the downfalls. And I encourage you, if you do not know those scriptures very well, you haven't ever looked at them, go through all 102 plus verses and see what. God why God warns it's not for his sake it's for our sake that he warns us. Right.
0: So so here's me my final thoughts and we we can land the plane after you give yours too. Is I'm going to give it a, it's, it's a big picture. Big picture final thoughts. Fly I'm up thinking 30, feet. for the college student and the young adult who mm. feels like they're, they're 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 having FOMO, the fear of missing out on the parties and all this that and the other. It may look cool right now, but from where we're sitting, the party is a bunch of idiots.
1: Trust me. I've been there. Like They're a bunch of <laughs> idiots. Like, like you, might, you
0: might not look cool to them, but I mean, let's just be honest. You're going to save money. You're going to be wise. You may end up not doing something that you would otherwise regret. Right. That's just a fact. Um, and then for the person who is like, you know what, drinking alcohol is a sin, this, 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 this. Yes, it may be a sin to you because of your convictions, but that doesn't make it a sin and, for everybody And it has the board. huge
1: potential to, to be does. a sin for everybody across the board, but it doesn't mean that everybody does it Let least.
0: each man be convinced in his own mind right. of, of what it is and live by your convictions. Right. Like that's what the Bible says, live by your convictions. Right. And, I mean, that's something we've talked about. Maybe we'll go we'll go big. Um, when I was a youth pastor, I never had alcohol in my house. I still don't like to buy it, especially now. I'm, I mean, I'm a single dad. When I'm home, you know, life has sucked the last 18 months. I mean, it's been great in many other regards, but it's been the point where if I don't, I don't want alcohol in my house, so I can turn to it. It's the same reason why I actually don't have a gun in my house. Is I'm not saying I ever would, but I don't even want that to be a temptation. So I don't do that because I don't want to get to that point. Right now, will I go like like I've been at your house? I've had a Bud Light at your house. I've gone out. I've had a. I actually talked about Jesus and had a beautiful gospel conversation with someone over sorry um a corona <laughs>
1: My Corona. Well, I'm just
0: thinking COVID. Yeah. Um. And but like I've also gone out with people where you know th- th- we'll be having brunch. Everyone gets mimosas and I get coffee. And they're like, "What? You don't drink?" I'm like, "No. I just am obsessed with coffee. I right. want coffee. Right. But I have the ability to say yes or no and to know that self control. And I never right. want to put myself in a spot where I would endanger myself, endanger other people, right. And have to explain to my kids why Daddy
1: did something stupid. Yeah.
0: And more than that, look at God and be like, "Hey, so." Yeah, my but bad. But I, like,
1: I also challenge you to ask yourself why. Right, yeah. Why and that's are the you big drinking thing. alcohol? Why? Like why? for for me, I have a beer maybe once every six months to a year, maybe. And it's because I enjoy the taste. And I get the the lightest beer you can with the lowest alcohol content because I don't want to even be tempted by it, but I like the taste of it. Right. And it's just something that's like, ah, sounds good. And I've literally, I'll buy a six-pack, I'll drink one beer, and if nobody's coming over to take take the rest of them, I throw throw the rest of them in the oh, trash. Oh, you really? Yeah, it's like to me, it's you just need to go to the gas
0: station and buy one. It,
1: well, it has no appeal to me, and just every once in a while, it's like it's like a slushy. Every once in a while, it just oh, sounds good to have, have a slushy. Yeah, it's just like Sonic, man, it just sounds a slushy sounds, yep. good. A slushy sounds real good. I'm hot, sweaty. A slushy sounds real good. It's the same thing for me. It's it's not that I have a draw to it or I want to do it to to f- have a feeling or anything. It just it sounds good and I like the taste of them, and so I I go into them, and then I'm done. And then it's like, all right, I don't need anything else, and it may be another year or six months to a year before I have another one, and and it's just no draw for me. And that's you. And that's me. And that's you. And that's me.
0: But if someone's out there drinking, you know, because life is – um, actually, um, I know someone who says that no alcohol on bad days. That's their rule. They oh, have wine good, house. They're like, if it's a bad day, I ain't yeah, drinking There you go. that's you're going to turn to it. So, um, if you're the mom out there, like drink is huge in the mom culture where it's like, you know, just can't wait for the kids to go to bed so I can finally have a glass of wine and relax for the first time. Like if you're drinking just so you can escape and do these things, the Bible says that's what you're not supposed to do. Right. Don't be filled with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Right. So
1: I like it. That's man. all I got, bro. That's good. I, I don't think, I mean, my final thought's going to just be. Um, check your heart and the reason why you're doing it. And if you haven't looked up the verses, go to Google. Just type in drunk, scriptures on drunk or drunkenness, and it'll pull them all up for you, and you just go through them one by one. Yeah, and be wise. Yeah, so. I like it. Time for Fun Facts
0: <laughs> What you got for us tonight, bro? Right. With the fun fact, the fun of, the fact day. of the
1: day. All right. What we got? Did you know, Mark? Which you kind of did because you saw the bottom Not just bad. and you're scrolling. That's right, though. Oh bad. Because it it gets funnier after the title. I only saw the title. So peanuts are used to make dynamite. Did you know that? <laughs> so aside from giving some people explosive diarrhea. <laughs> wait! 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 Really? It gives some people explosive diarrhea. Oh, those poor souls, man. Peanuts can also be used to make actual explosives. Once peanut oil is processed, it can create glycerol, which in turn can be used to make nitroglycerin, one of the main components of dynamite.
0: So literally not that I'm saying go
1: out and buy a bunch of peanuts. I'm just go
0: explode some crap. That's what now what we're saying. We're not
1: it's again with the so alcohol thing. I'm you got to be smart about it. what I'm is
0: Nutella is actually safer than peanut butter. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing right now. Nutella is safer than peanut butter.
1: Only if you get explosive diarrhea. <laughs> Could you imagine oh, that would horrible. be so bad. That'd be oh, so my goodness gracious. so bad. But
0: either way, friends, just don't don't explode anything. <laughs> But if you do happen to make a bomb in your backyard and you want to use
1: peanuts, that'd be really funny. No, no. That'd be funny. You're going to get us shut down, man, by the FCC (laughs) (laughs) encouraging people to do that. No, do not make any type of weapons. I will call the police on you. I wish Mythbusters was still around. Me too. That'd That'd be awesome. But either way, guys, just like
0: always, we are so thankful for all you guys out there. You are literally our RTC family. Um, we don't know who all of you are, but we know hundreds of you guys listen to every single episode, and thank you for that. But feel free to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We want to know who you are. We right. want to connect with you. You can also email us at realtalkchristianpodcast at gmail.com. The website, realtalkchristianpodcast.com. Hit that merch button to get to the store. We make it so easy for it's you. so and simple. There's even an easy way. It tells you how to text us and call us on the website. But in case you want the number, you okay.
1: You don't remember? 574
0: Four zero zero five three five two. Hey. good job. There Proud of you. we go. And make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. That we'll get that mini and swag. Make back sure out to you. if you're
1: doing a one star, it's an actual one star, and you and it's meant for that. Or else,
0: I if, mean, if we only deserve one star, that, sure. I'm good with that.
1: I mean, if you, like we deserve way,
0: three. If we deserve four, that's fine. That's okay. We feel that
1: it's all right. We we love your opinions, regardless of what they are. We might just not listen to them. <laughs> no, I listen. Just may not agree with them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so,
0: and um, I know we probably shouldn't rabbit trail too much. but I, we, I, I don't apologize because I don't know how not to. We are sorry. I that don't th- know how. Not
1: we to. we are sorry that our brains work the way they do. You can take it up with God. Yep, that sounds <laughs> good, guys. But hey, we love you guys. Love but until you, next time, take it easy.